Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 250, How to Save Money on Travel. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast to episode 250. Heyo. This is Jen. This is Jill. And we're we're celebrating this milestone. We love these even numbers, the 200, the 250. We're celebrating talking about frugal traveling, which is one of Jill's favorite topics. Oh, I love traveling. I love doing it often. And the only way to do that is to do it frugally, for me at least. I'm not independently Absolutely. wealthy, in case you haven't learned. <laughs> she, she does wear a gold chain, though. So you'd... <laughs> You may not be able to tell if you met her, but I can affirm she's not independently wealthy. Sometimes I wear a gold chain. It's real gold. I didn't buy it. It was gifted to me. Yeah. So if you are interested in travel, which we know a ton of you are because this is a very requested episode that we haven't covered in a really long time. And since the pandemic, when we were talking about ways to get out there frugally when you couldn't travel internationally, now travel has opened back up, still a little different. So we're going to cover it again and cover, again, all the the nuances in this new era of travel. Mm. But first, we want to talk to you about our sponsor today. It's a real one, not a fake one. And speaking of travel, many people love to travel to Florida. We're especially coming upon the time frame that people love to travel to Florida. But you also know that we were recently, well, parts of Florida were devastated by Hurricane Ian. It was headed for the Tampa Bay area, which is where Jen and I live, but then took a turn and really hit hard Fort Myers, Naples, area, which there are people who live there. It's not just a destination spot. And some people are really experiencing deep, deep loss and just still kind of picking up the pieces. And so we want to be a part of aiding and supporting our, we we have friends and family who live in that area. And so We've set up a link, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Ian, where you can donate to a local crisis relief organization right in 
Fort Myers. So you know that it's going to the people who are actually in need right now. Uh, So if you want to give and help our neighbors in the South, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Ian. And today is the last day that we, the Frugal Friends Podcast, are going to match your donations up to $2,500. You can still give after today. But if you give today and send us a screenshot of the amount that you gave, we will match that amount up to $2,500. So thank you. Thank you for your care and support for our people just 45 minutes south of us. Frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Ian. And if you have any trouble on the website, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Ian, or if you've just given to another organization that's in um, the Southwest Florida area that you feel passionate about, send us that screenshot anyway. We'll match it. Uh, we'll we'll do one you know big donation to this one, but um, they're partnering with the United Way and, and helping the organizations that are on the ground there. But just go ahead, send it over, frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com, and we will match that too. It doesn't have to be at the the one that that we sent to. But we are you just gotta make sure that it is an actual nonprofit that you gave to. Just make sure that we can see that. And and we will we will match that for the for the rest of the day, anytime until today. All right. So traveling. Uh, While you may not want to travel to Southwest Florida right now, give them a little time, but definitely head there uh, next year because they're definitely going to need all your love and support via travel. But let's talk about traveling in other places. Uh, So we have a few other travel episodes that are still relevant for today. We've got episode 150, which is travel hacking for beginners. I I love this one. It is travel hacking with credit cards for beginners. So we cover kind of the first five credit cards to get you started with travel hacking. And this is like minimalist travel hacking. It's the way like that Jill and I practice travel hacking. It's great. So episode 150 for sure. Cue that one up to play after this. And then episode 119, we we did during the pandemic. So it was uh, staycations. We talked about frugal um, staycations, local travel, and road trips with uh, our friend Danielle Desir from The Thought Card. So those are two really good ones to cue up. But we're going to talk about uh, travel that's a little more expansive today, Jill. Mm. Uh, how and, and I know you're super excited about it. <laughs> of course I am. It's just making me want to go somewhere, book a trip, do the thing. I I am already I've as soon I'm the person and I'm sure that you can relate when I'm on my vacation or coming home from that I'm planning the next one. Yes. So I uh, yeah. It, it it's this never ending cycle. It, it's not as if you get satisfied by going on vacation. You just get back and you want more. That's my experience. Assuming <laughs> it's a good trip. This, those yeah, really good trips absolutely. just make you want more. Yeah. All right. So our first article is uh, from maptrotting.com. It's six reasons to budget travel at least once in a lifetime. And Jill, you've done 
a lot of budget traveling. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about this one? I would agree. I think everyone should try budget traveling. Although I think most of our listeners are like, yeah, I'm not doing it there, for this like, human con- experience yeah, piece. I'm it. doing it because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, Or I, because that's the, ha- that's the level at which I value travel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either way. But I do think that they give some good arguments for still going places, even if you don't have a massive budget and some of the added benefits, not just, oh, grin and bear it. You hardly have any money, but you're trying to see the sites. But there's actual benefits to it. So it almost helps to shift our mindset in rather than begrudgingly and wishing we could do all the luxurious things, but really, truly embracing it, knowing that we are getting a unique experience because of the Mm -hmm. things that we're engaging in when we aren't spending an arm and a leg on things. So I I do appreciate the arguments for this. And it's almost like they're advertising to the rich and the wealthy. Hey, try this other thing called budget travel. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this. Yeah. (laughs) But I think so we also get emails from people like, how do you make like frugality like fun and sustainable? Because spending money is just more fun than being frugal. And sometimes it's so like miserable being frugal and the mind that's a it's a mindset shift because frugality is not misery. (laughs) Like this is not a misery loves company lifestyle. This is looking at the impact of all of our choices on our money, on the environment, on local and international economies. It's looking at the total impact of what we spend money on and choosing what we value. And like we very much value the stuff that's in this article. So choosing a budget travel lifestyle versus a luxury travel, it's not a question. We're not doing it because we don't have enough money to afford the luxury lifestyle, though we've chosen work that, you know, actually cannot afford certain luxury <laughs> lifestyles, but that's by choice. It's making these intentional choices. Uh, and it's not for the sake of just being frugal, just saving money. We're never about that. It's about these intentional choices. So I do like what these six tips are going to do in helping maybe people change their mindset. And if you don't jive with it, then you don't have to take it. You pick up what works for you and you lay down what doesn't. So we'll get into the first one. The first reason to try budget travel at least once in your lifetime. And this comes and maybe from this is for the, map trotting. Uh, map trotting. And maybe this is for also the person that like doesn't want to travel because they don't value it as much. Uh, and even if it isn't high on your values, maybe you should try it. But number one is budget travel makes you money savvy. And they say, when you travel without tracking your expenses, like we did many times before, you can't really appreciate your own money. We all know that from our normal lives. But traveling on a budget suddenly makes you realize that there are so many things that you don't actually need to spend money on. So it's like all the things that we talk about in regular life, but really amplified in this one to two weeks where you are spending significantly more money. And it's not to make you feel guilty 
about spending more money than you do in your normal life. That's something that Travis and I, we, it it very much trips him up because when we travel, we spend more money on a day-to-day basis and that doesn't compute with him. He wants to spend money like we do in our normal lives. So that's something like we have to talk about like daily on our trip, but it can be a really like a good source of awareness for, and just like, if you're training yourself during your normal life to like spend within your values, then doing this on vacation can be a really great test of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeping track of your spending in one small, small span of time can build mm-hmm. habits for, for your regular life. The second one on here, I appreciate it talks about how budget traveling can change your mindset. And they're talking about when we aren't spending lavishly or going into debt for the travel that we're doing, we engage in the culture. And so we're talking primarily international travel here, but we can see things about the the culture and the way that the people who live there live life that can help us to form a bigger, broader worldview and perspective that we wouldn't get if we were going to the gated hotel that's on every influencer's Instagram with the infinity pool. And you've just got this very curated experience that doesn't introduce you to any other type of way of life. So there's just this more internal, deeper level of learning and understanding and growth that can happen when when we budget travel and maybe we go places that are lesser known or lesser traveled than, than these spots that we see people advertise over and over and over again. Like I, I kid you not, I don't even, tr- I don't even follow many travel Instagrammers or bloggers, but I I swear to you in these reels, I am getting the same hotel showing up over and over and over again by all these different Instagram influencers. And I'm just like, all right, well, now it just kind of feels cheap. Like y'all just go to this one hotel, you take your sexy shot in the infinity pool and then like laying in the one hammock and that's it. Like where's the variety and the creativity and the culture and and the learning and the engaging in something different? Like it, I don't I'm I'm over over it and I'm here for the understanding new ways of life and meeting people that you wouldn't typically meet and I do think budget travel demands that. Yeah. And it can be nerve-wracking. You you typically like want to be comfortable and know where you're going, which is really hard in a foreign country. And so people will use Instagram and use travel agents and stuff like that to get some kind of trust or familiarity, but you can go outside of that too. So that kind of leads to number three, that budget travel makes you more adventurous. And you don't have to be like a soup, like an adventure free. I, I am not like an adventure seeker. Like that's not me. I'm a chill seeker. And so, but I have found that, um, I mean, doing doing stuff that's slightly outside of my comfort zone, but not that that doesn't, it doesn't feel dangerous. It's just slightly outside of my comfort zone um, is where some of my best memories are. So you can use your intuition. She said, 
the author, she's like, well, we're not intending on taking another third class train in Thailand. It was an experience we'll never forget. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So look at your options and don't. So when we went to Bali after we paid off our debt, that was like our debt payoff celebration. I wish that I had had more of this mindset with me because we really took the cheapest options and Bali is is inexpensive in itself. And so we were just taking advantage of all these like low prices and not really thinking about, okay, maybe we can actually use our dollar. We've chosen a place where our dollar goes farther. So maybe we can choose some more upgrades in that. We were just so used to always choosing the the cheapest thing at that point. And so I really wish that I'd had this like perspective of, yes, let's seek adventure, but let's not like let's not make the whole thing an adventure. Mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's ha- let's like uh, have some some adventure here and then some things that seem predictable and chill. Because that can quickly translate and cross over into just risky and mm-hmm. not well thought out. You can you can be adventurous and have it be quite planned and researched. That's, that's my way yeah. of doing things. Like I do want to try new things, but I'm going to look into it and have a really good understanding of what I'm endeavoring upon. Yeah. I would just look, I would scour the internet for travel bloggers writing about where you're going because travel bloggers are going to know where all the stuff is. Just make sure the post isn't a sponsored post because then they got paid to do it. But if it's not, then you can really find some very cool things, some very like hidden gems. And sometimes you can even be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to this place. I'm definitely going to check out, you know, this, maybe like buy one of their digital products or something. And then they'll, you know, be like, hey, any other tips I should know about that you've picked up since you wrote the article? Maybe they will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Not that you all need any more convincing, but another reason to budget travel, number four, is that it can spark creativity, which I would absolutely agree with. I think we've already kind of touched on this, the reality of when you're budget traveling, usually that means you're going to be engaging with the the people who live there, the culture, the traditions of that area. And engaging in something that's new and different expands our brains and our understanding and can spark thinking in a different way without you even totally trying to do that. You're just, you're engaged in something new. And so you're using different parts of your brain, which a lot of times then just lends itself to creativity, whether that's something that you can enjoy while you're there, the experience of creativity, or it's something you can take back with you. The writer was talking about how they, it sounds like they kind of stayed for an extended time in some of these places and were trying to work while they were traveling and engaging in new experiences and it really helped them with their business. (laughs) So there you go, Jen. It'll be Mm -hmm. a business expense. We need to spark our creativity for what's next for the frugal friends. There we We go. Have to budget travel together. But there's just, there's inspiration to be found, I think, is what this is saying. Yeah. And I love the story that they told of trying to work while traveling. Specifically, they said um, they started guest posting for a travel blog that they respected, but it was uh, they required five articles a month from them, which is a little... I would, I would not take that deal. I'll just say that. I wouldn't take that deal. But it forced them 
to the the more pressure you're under to produce content, the more creative you get with it. And that is really what I've found at over five, six years of creating written and audio and video content. The more you're forced to produce, the more creative you get with it. And it's the same in life. Like the more you are forced to get creative, the more creative you get. And so don't look at it like a a job or a a burden. Uh, look at it like a challenge to get creative. And often the best content comes out of that forced creativity. So again, not something that's sustainable, but really great for seasons where you're really learning or really trying to dig into something for the first time. Five is it teaches you appreciation. Uh, So once you've traveled on a budget, even if for a short while, you'll start appreciating the things you have. Depending on your destination, you can still feel like a millionaire with your $50 a day. And that is true for places. While you will spend some money to take a flight to these places, which you can offset if you're travel hacking, you can get free flights and then just use your money in these very inexpensive international locales. And sooner, the article says sooner or later, you'll start seeing things around you and feeling incredibly lucky to have the freedom to explore the world. And it's so, so true that international travel has really impacted Jill and I's view of what we have here. And it's it's made us so much more grateful and like content um, without complacency. But but yeah, it, it really has impacted my view of what I have and not in a pity sort of way, but in a like these people live just like me. They don't think they should be looked down on and they're living with a ton less. So it'd be rude for me to like pity them. It's really a challenge for me. Like, why do I think I need so much more than this? Like, do I think I'm a better person that I need? Like I require so much more. So that's a challenge like in my mindset to be like, no, I don't need all of this is is a gift and I don't need it. But mm-hmm. I'm really thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is similar to number six, uh, said a different way. It can encourage gratefulness. I I would maybe reframe this to say, I think traveling helps us with our perspective and our worldview. It helps us, I think, understand ourselves better, mm-hmm. where we sit in the world, what geography and and upbringing and traditions and culture have formed inside of us. And I think we can only truly see that or grasp that to deeper levels when we see something that is different from what our experience has been to understand, well, then what was my experience and how did that shape me? So that to me is the gratitude that comes out, not necessarily the, the, the very superficial, oh, look at what they live in versus what I live in. It, like, that's, that's not, that's not a fair comparison. Or like you're saying, Jen, like the point isn't pity or just like, look at everything I have. That's, that's not the point of, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be at least like how much I have. It's more, how has it formed me and what more can I glean in my understanding? 
understanding and then my approach to other people by seeing other, seeing different, but then also seeing the same and some of the similarities. Like there's this deep connection and tie that we have with humanity, but then there's also this this distinct understanding of self that can come from it too. So I would just more so advocate for the expanded worldview that comes from travel. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. So we're moving on to our next article, which is um, from Business Insider. And it's, uh, it's titled, We Asked 14 Travel Experts to Share Their Number One Tip for Saving Money When They're On vacation. So we're not going to go through all 14. We're going to go through uh, about half. But these are, I mean, these are probably some you've heard before, but others, but maybe like haven't taken seriously. And to know that there's nothing new under the sun, like these are actually the biggest ways to save money on travel. There are very few ways you're going to get like a cruise vacation for $100 unless you're coming off a pandemic, you know, but those days are over. So let's dive into this one. The first one, and it's the one that I have found to be best for us is to be flexible with your travel dates. Some dates like to leave and fly in on are just consistently less expensive. So weekdays like 
honestly, traveling from Tuesday to Saturday has been a sweet spot for us. The Those are really inexpensive flights. And then putting on top of that, if we can, going in an off season or if a deal pops up. I don't love doing the whole like looking for a deal and subscribing to the deal thing. Some people do have the flexibility in their lives to be able to take a last minute deal when it comes up. That's not me. I got a plan. But my plan, typically I try to be in the off season. I'll look at um, the points calendar for wherever I want to stay. And so I'm using my credit card points, uh, my travel reward points. And so I'll look at the points calendar because they fluctuate in peak times. It's more points per night. So I'm looking for those. When is the, the lowest points per night? But also, I'm not going to travel to the Bahamas in September because that's peak hurricane season. I'm not. I'm also not a you know a glutton for misery. So I'm going to go in the off season, but I'm going to go in the smart, as smart off season as possible. So like as close to shoulder as I think it's called. But but yeah, really flying on the weekday because weekdays, you know, whether you get there on a a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday won't have a big impact unless something is going on on a Friday or Saturday that you want to be there for. But yeah, those for me save the biggest mm-hmm. amounts. Though I also like this one, travel places where your home currency takes you further. This one is Mm -hmm. pretty obvious, but I think when we're considering, I really want to go somewhere, but I can't afford to go to Italy right now. Okay. But is there a place that might be a little less expensive for you based on the exchange rate? And there are plenty of places like this. Obviously, it depends on where you're from and uh, your home currency and the exchange rate at the various locations that you want to visit. But there are plenty of places that that we can go where our dollar is going to take us further. The, the value of it can purchase us more. And so that's definitely something to consider. It has helped me a lot with a lot of the places that I have traveled to. And I would say, especially for people who safety is a high, high priority, it, it can even help, as this article points out, that when your dollar can take you further in some of these locations that you visit, you might be able to afford some of the more quote unquote luxuries because it's affordable for you. So like hiring a private driver to do to go a long distance so you could visit a specific location or being able to be in maybe a little bit nicer of a hotel, you name it. That's a very key thing that's going to help you be able to maybe have the vacation that you want, but in a way that's more affordable for your budget. Mm -hmm. My next one, I love this one, is to shop at local grocery stores. So not every meal you you have has to be at a restaurant. And you don't have to bring all of your own food from home, all your own snacks from home to save money. Shop at these local grocery stores. They've got all of the local like produce, ingredients, usually pre-made, you know, foods. It's like like Publix. And if they don't, you just like stock up on cheese. There's this beautiful picture of cheese in a grocery store on this article. And it's like, why wouldn't you want to eat all of that? 
<laughs> and it's so much cheaper than than buying it at a ready made at a restaurant. Uh, so and yeah, and then you get this experience in the grocery store. I just remember being like, we went to the grocery store every day when we were in Barcelona, just because it was fun and it had all these fun things that we wanted to try, and it was. Uh, first first place I had sangria was I got a bottle of sangria Whoa. from the grocery store in Barcelona Whoa. and drank it in my hotel room. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah at I'm, an age I won't disclose. <laughs> it was legal there, though. I love this tip. And I would say it's one of my and Eric's favorite things to do in a mm-hmm. new place that we're visiting. Because like you're saying, Jen, you find all these new ingredients or candies that we don't have in the States. Mm-hmm. And so you can try a lot of new stuff and yeah, see what see what the locals are buying. And like I love that tip too of the already prepared foods. Yeah, gosh, it's... Yeah, and you can do a little preparing by just Googling when you're at home, like things to eat in so-and-so. And it'll tell you foods, you can identify them. So when you see them in the grocery store, everything's not as foreign. Mm-hmm. You can kind of recognize some things. Mm-hmm. I like this one too. I've not tried this. So uh, take, I don't know, take it with a grain of salt, try it out, report back. But consider house sitting while traveling. This, of course, would I mean, one of the biggest expenses, just like normal life, is the housing and transportation and food when you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. So similarly, you want to look at the things that are going to pack a punch when traveling, like how can I save money on lodging? And certainly house sitting would be a way to really hack that. Oftentimes it's free or they pay you. They share a site in the article, trustedhousesitters.com is one place that you might be able to find house sitting opportunities. And something like that could even determine where you travel to. If you get a house sitting opportunity in a specific location, then all right, that's where we're going. So that I think that's a unique and maybe more adventurous way of going, but certainly a way that could slice and dice some of the expenses. Mm hmm. Yes. Um, My last one on here, it's not actually a money saving tip, though I'm sure you can, they can justify it on here, but is to bring more than one credit and debit card with you and keep them separate. So we did have an instance where we lost a card in Bali and we were able to cancel it very quickly super easy, but we needed a way to... And and this is where debit cards are really important. I think we used the Charles Schwab. like We opened a, a Charles Schwab brokerage that we could use money like internationally, get it out uh, fee-free. And that's actually the second... The next tip after, or maybe before, is to use a card that doesn't have... Um, international transaction fees. But so so we were able it was really important for us to have debit cards versus credit cards. So in the states everyone takes a credit card, but some places internationally only take cash. So you want to a budget so that you're not like and sticking to that budget so that you're not getting out cash multiple times a day or like looking for an ATM multiple times a day. So you you get it once or twice um, a week or, you know, once a day, and then you have it, 
for the whole time you need it until you are at another ATM. Um, and should you lose a debit card, you have another debit card so that when you have to cancel that one, you're not stuck. Kind of like we were. We only had one debit card. We had se- you know several no international transaction fee credit cards, but those didn't really help us. So that is definitely just a life-saving tip. Uh, It's just a great tip. And I would also say take cash as well. Have some cash Mm -hmm. uh, so that you are not stuck and destitute in a foreign land. Oh, yeah. And try to don't, don't exchange it at the airport because the exchange rates at the airport are crazy. Um, get there. Try, if you can, to exchange some of it in the States. If it's possible, it may not be possible. Because I went to Mexico uh, recently where I was supposed to get there during the day so that I could head somewhere and exchange my money. But my flight got delayed. I ended up getting there at like one o'clock in the morning and everything was closed. Anyway, I couldn't even exchange at the airport at that point. So it was a big hassle to not have any exchanged money ready to go. So if it's possible, try to do some before you go there. Or or you can just like put on Facebook or your buy nothing group like, hey, anybody have any like pesos they're never going to use again? Like, because that's a thing. People come home with pesos and they never use them again. Yeah, I've got a lot of currency just like sitting in my mm-hmm. safe and I'm thinking I may never use this again. That's a great idea. Yeah. And some people yeah. forget the value of it. So they're just like, yeah, I'll give this away. <laughs> that's amazing. Sometimes. Or you can like offer them money for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. So. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. All right. Last thing on here is eat where the locals eat, travel how the locals travel. And again, these travel bloggers are going to have all the tips and tricks for you on this one. I think this has been some of our most fun times in traveling is looking at what's the what's the amazing restaurant that maybe your tourists aren't going to go to but the locals love and how do the locals get around what train lines are they taking what buses are best I think this is a great way it is going to save you money and again it's going to introduce you to some new experiences that you may never want to replicate again, but will definitely make you some good memories. Yeah. And again, this is one you can do some pre-research on is how do the locals travel in blank or where do the locals eat in blank? Even Yelp might have some reviews. If you go to the one that doesn't have like 10,000 reviews, you can you know find some hidden gems that way too. Speaking of hidden gems and things that I do want to replicate... Oh, you'll always find this highlighted in my blog. The Bill of the Week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, this is Anne um, calling in from Minnesota. So my Bill of the Week is actually probably more like a non-bill. After coming, I'm a teacher, and after coming back from spring break this year, I found out that 
the school was um, not charging staff for lunches. So that means that I get to eat free lunch every day, which includes uh, usually an entree, a big salad bar, some roasted veggies. It's amazing. And I don't have to buy food for lunch to keep at home. I don't have to spend um, time preparing my lunch. I just get to go to school every day, not worry about it. And I know that there's something waiting for me every day. I love it. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys. And congratulations for continuing to eat school lunch to like (laughs) being about that life because that's going to save you a lot of money. Oh, this is my dream that like we can all just hope to aspire for our somebody will make you lunch every day to provide us lunch every day. What a dream. And you know what? You deserve it, Anne. And why do and why don't all teachers get free lunch at the school? That should be just a baked in perk of the job. You don't get many perks. So here you go. Right. Throw, throw them a bone with some meat on it. For lunch. That's literally what a bone. Yeah, that would be the least they could do. So I'm glad that they are finally doing it for you. And it's just doing the Lord's work. It's so just great. Lord's work. It's so great. I'm I, oh God. I'm just I'm so Teachers, happy for you. you and somehow getting hungry. <laughs> Only I don't have I don't have like a free prepared hot meal waiting for me. Um, but happy for you, Anne, and this non-bill. If you all listening happen to have a non-bill, someone's feeding you, <laughs> doing the Lord's work. Oh, yeah, if somebody's feeding you, please let us know. Uh, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill, your non-bill, your bill's bill, whatever bill you got. We're bill's here bill. for you. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. And now it's time for Lightning Round. Pew. 
All right. So Goldie's lightning round question for us this week is what is your dream vacation destination? Mm. And I I see that you're okay. You just changed yours. No, 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 no. I just I narrowed it down. I really became oh, quite it down. Okay. focused Great. in. Perfect. This is perfect because you just took so mine is Greece or Italy, and that's what you just deleted. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to take a cruise around the Mediterranean. Oh my gosh, that's mine. Off at all the stop it. That is what this is. Keep going. Keep going. Oh Oh my gosh. (laughs) We're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go. It sparks creativity. Uh to because you you can stay, you can put your bags in one place. You don't have to lug them around to multiple hotels and you get to go to the places and they they sit you there long enough that you can drive off like out of the crowded places and just like take a a wine tasting or olive tasting or hummus or (laughs) spaghetti you should see what jen's doing with her arms right now it's really amazing (laughs) she's really getting into it and so excited (laughs) i podcast with my arms (laughs) not just my hands my arms uh i this is my dream (sighs) yes can we make this a reality? Oh. Jillian. So, so yes, it I also had Greece. Well, you said Greece or Italy. I said Greece and Italy cuz okay, so, you might as well combine them. I want the cruise them. that does both. Yes. Yeah, I want the cruise that does both. And as I was writing it, I realized no, 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 no. Th- this isn't just okay, where do you hope to go next? This is what is your dream vacation? And I'm realizing my dreamiest of dreamy dream dreams is a yacht vacation. So we need to level up, Jen, your cruise to a private chartered yacht oh, around gosh. all of the islands of Greece and visiting Italy. And we've got our own staff that we treat very well and and we tip them well and they give us <laughs> all the things and the experiences on this beautiful yacht in the Mediterranean. That is that okay. is the dreamy dream, dream, dream. And also, I've probably been watching too much Below Deck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but not the, the yacht can't be too small because one of the best things about being on a cruise is meeting new people and hanging out with new people and meeting new people. So I just like that. <laughs> you don't want to just it's be stuck with me the, on a yacht in the Mediterranean. No, actually don't. I love you and I want you to be there, but I want other people to be there. This is how this is how Travis and I do date nights too. This is a fun fact about us. Our favorite date nights are where we are actually going out with other couples. Like that is what that is our favorite. Yeah. We just really like to hang out with other I mean we love each other that's great we love spending time with each other but we spend a time with each other all the time and so it is our escape to uh spend time with like strangers almost wow um, okay well it can be a yacht that has like eight cabins and other frugal friends come with us I would say about a, a couple hundred people. Ugh, if we got Jen. on this yacht with a couple hundred, because if you, it's too small, then the people you have to choose from are not the type of people that you want to spend time with. Okay, right. Right. Which is why I'm like, it's a it's certain just type of you person and me on a yacht. Because listen here, 
when when it gets that small, you get a private chef making food to your liking. That's that's but what I, I'm here but for. But I like buffets, Jill. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. There's more negotiation that's going to need to come into place here. Maybe we could just fly over together. We're mostly and aligned. We can catch each other. Uh-huh. We can catch each other at the ports of call. <laughs> You get off and you're like cattle horde of people and I get like carried off to the island. Yes. Yep. Yep. And we're all carrying like limoncello shooters, like a big group of 30 of us. And you're you're like dripping in gold. You're wearing every gold chain you own. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. All right, here we are. I love this idea for us. Uh, That's great. Um, Well, we'd love to hear what your dreamiest dream vacation destination is. And thank you so much for listening. Many of you know we have a private uh, community that we offer for our listeners who specifically are paying off debt, where we do money challenges um, to keep you on track. We offer accountability groups to hold you accountable. So but in a positive way, not a not a mean way. Uh, and we want to congratulate one of our members in that community for a big win. Uh, this was from our... Actually, I think still current whenever this comes out. Yeah. This is from our debt payoff challenge, which is really an income money-making challenge that we're doing right now. And it's from Katie. And she says, making progress. I've earned $66.75 from DoorDash so far this week, and I'm putting it towards a credit card. Woo! Get it, Katie? Yes. Katie, doing that little side hustle action, Mm. making that money and crushing debt. Congrats. Yeah. So thank you for listening. If you are working on paying off debt and you feel like you need a little more motivation, a little more accountability, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash club uh, to see everything we offer in the Frugal Friends Club and uh, join us there. See you next time. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. We're so aligned on the type of vacation, like where we want to go, what we want to do. But then these minor details are what throws the whole thing out of whack. Mm -hmm. We both want to go to the Mediterranean. We want to do it by boat. We want to see all the islands. Yeah. But one of us wants it to be luxury and one of us (laughs) wants to meet strangers. I mean, I'm here for the strangers, too. Just, you know, with the experience. I love how this episode's about budget travel, but I'm like, my dream vacation is the most luxurious okay. type of vacation. Yeah, but like, hear me out. Like, cruises are like a really good form of budget travel. You've got yeah. all your food included. Yeah. You can just head out and do your excursions. You can like... Yeah, and... The th- the great thing is, is I love the budget cruise line. Yeah. Like I love Carnival and that <laughs> is the cheapest one. And I love it. Yeah. I love Carnival. Well, the good thing is, is that your your dreamiest of dreams is attainable. If you want to do 
Italy on Carnival. I don't even know if they do that. <laughs> like, okay, that's that yeah, is I wouldn't possible. Do that. I wouldn't do Carnival there. I would do like a smaller <laughs> ship that can maneuver around the Mediterranean. Yeah. I will probably never find myself on a private yacht in the Mediterranean. So you know, I'm just literally in the clouds with this yeah. concept, and you're actually on the ground thinking critically and realistically about what what could happen someday. Yeah. I mean, it's not so much critical in that I just don't... I'm an introvert. And so if I am alone on a ship... Well, okay, so this doesn't make sense. But like, I am shy around strangers. And Travis is really good about like meeting new people. And so like, I need that. Like, I need to bring him with me everywhere. So that I can like, fill that desire to like meet new people. But if I'm if there's like no one there but the two of us, then I'm just gonna get like bored. You're gonna go be going off and like to the dance club and shutting the club down, and I'm gonna be sitting on a booth getting hit on by a stranger. <laughs> that because that's, that's what that happened, happened in Dallas. That happened because that's a true story. Wait, why didn't you tell me this yet? <laughs> because you were dancing and yeah after that you just i eventually came back to the hotel <laughs> like eventually we saw each other again how have i not yeah. heard this story i because it's uh, it's one i've been keeping that's <laughs> for you so for i was date. out dancing because i love mm -hmm. dancing and you were sitting at a booth because you love sitting at tires <laughs> because I love because I was because it was like one in the morning, Jillian. <laughs> Just watching and everybody. I was tired. Okay, and then what happened? And then the club opened up for people outside of the party, and people oh, started yeah. talking to me and wanting to be on my podcast, and I'm like. I can't. I have to go. I need to go home and sleep. I need to now. go. <laughs> the club did take a shift the when they opened it up to the public. This is not. And the I time was ready to go to business. <laughs> <laughs> no, we you were never ready to go. You were not ready to go until they turned the lights up, Jill. <laughs> that was you. And typically, I can hang. Yeah. Until around midnight. Yeah. Midnight is when I shut down, <laughs> even on a normal day. And I wasn't feeling very well that week. So it was an interesting. Um, yeah. So I can't I can't be alone with you, Jill, <laughs> on an on a cruise. But we won't be getting turned up when we are on a private chartered yacht. We'll be on the boat. You can go to your cabin whenever you're ready. I can. I can't sit, trust you I can to not stay get up, up, eating my shrimp cocktail. And I'm gonna find other people like me when there's like you know 200 other people on the boat. There's gonna be other people like me who just want to sit in the piano bar and ask the pianist to play funny songs and then laugh at them. <laughs> All right, we'll find our radical middle vacation together. We will. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. 
With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.